Are you looking to get an edge in life but haven't been able to figure it out? Welcome to 10 to Win, the podcast hosted by Kevin Steidel and Jason Cullum. Give us 10 minutes of your time and we'll show you how to create a winning mindset. Welcome back to 10 to Win, the podcast, the podcast focusing on how to create a winning mindset in just 10 minutes. This week, we have been talking about taking our leadership to a championship level. On Monday, we dove into the details of what leadership is, what types of leadership there are, qualities that make good leaders. Today, we're going to give you a little bit of a how-to session. Jason, how are you? Fantastic, Kevin. As always, week's going well. A couple of days down, a couple more to go. Couldn't be more excited to uh, continue this great topic on how to take your leadership to a championship level man let's let's get into this wednesday session let's do it buddy so let's start with you jason i want to i you know i've been waiting to kind of pick your brain on a, on this topic you are a part of a very important leadership structure let's call it a leadership pyramid um, as you are a member and have been a member of fire services for almost 20 years, you go through fire Academy, which involves a lot of leadership and training. You, you were the new guy on the fire department 20 years ago, you know, being the new guy with lots of other leaders, then you, you got promoted several times. And, and so that comes with itself, new leaders, as well as your ability to be a leader to, to young guys. Um, you've taught all sorts of EMT and fire training courses to, to students. And so you've got a lot of leadership there. I mean, really just a lot, there's a lot of leadership going on inside of the fire department. And so I'm going to ask you a question. It's got multiple parts, but one, what have you seen that has been effective? And two, why do you feel like it's so important that the fire department is set up this way where there are so many leadership opportunities and leadership points throughout the the 20 year career of a of a firefighter well gosh kevin as some other people have said nice uh, starting question here for for the wednesday session but let me let me start out by saying this the fire service is really a paramilitary organization. And if you think about the military, there's reasons why the military is set up the way that they do. They have a chain of command. You've got the top individual, admiral, general, things like that. And then you've got different ranks on the way down. And there's reasons that it's set up because everything has to fall in line with the chain of command, the structure of the organization. You can't go out of it. Once you get out of it, you're becoming a freelancer more or less. Okay. When people are outside really of their areas of influence, areas of responsibilities, then things are getting done that other people don't know about, or things may not be getting done that you're supposed to do, but because you've taken yourself outside of your area, no one has a checks and balances system in place. And so I think I'll start there is that in the fire service, we are related to the military. We've got an upper upper echelon executive type person, which is typically the chief. He has a subordinate, whether it's assistant chief, battalion chief, et cetera. And then you make your way on down with other different rank structures. Some, some places have captains, lieutenants, sergeants, all the way down to, to firefighters. And 
as long as you're following the chain of command, typically things are going to start off going well. It's when you start going outside of that chain of command that things become chaotic and almost to a point where you have no idea what is actually being done, which has detrimental effects on your organization. But I would also add this, things that I think have gone effectively within the fire service organizations that I've been a part of is vision, communication, and systems. And I think when you have those three starting points, I think that you're able to take your organization, particularly the people in it, to a different level, maybe even a championship level leadership here. And and let's start with vision. You've got to have clear vision, and that's usually set by the chief, the executive. And then if everyone's buying into it, okay, everyone underneath the chief is starting to process that vision. How can we get this vision to play out correctly? And we begin the steps of this. And so it just trickles down, you know, from boss to boss to boss. And everybody has a span of control. Everybody has this ability to say, well, I'm going to manage these three guys. And I'm going to then manage these five guys. And then I'm going to manage these these seven guys. And that's how the rank structure continually processes down. So if each individual is supervising their subordinates correctly, and we're all on the same line here, we're following the vision, the path of the fire chief, then the systems that are put in place in order to do that, as long as they are running properly, it's going to take us to where we want to go. And I think that's a great starting point to this Wednesday session, Kevin, is just kind of getting this idea that when you've got some of the stuff that you talked about on Monday, which is vision, which is communication, which is integrity, which is adaptability, and then you throw some systems in there, you're, you're very much going to take maybe even yourself or your organization from step one to step two to step three and hopefully to step 10. And you're going to fulfill what it is that you're trying to accomplish here. And uh, I, I don't know, man, I think, I think those things, to include a number of others, but those things are the starting point on how to be effective and why the fire service is kind of set up the way that it is with these different leadership points. I, you, I'm glad you mentioned the military um, as a as a starting point for the way that the structure of the, the fire department is. And, you know, to me, I believe the, the way that they set these organizations up is purposely done to, because they understand that the top person can't do everything, right? And so that's why you see the organizations that have great CEOs thriving because they're not trying to do it all. And then when you see a, for those of you that have ever worked in like a small business, this is very common in like restaurants where the restaurant owner is always in the restaurant and nothing can be done without the the owner's like approval, right? There's like this level of like micromanaging going on where it's like, well, you, you know, here's an example, like, well, you hired me to stand in front of the grill and cook hamburgers. If you were just planning on standing right behind me, looking over my shoulder, making sure that I cooked every single hamburger correctly, like, then you should actually just be standing here with this spatula cooking these hamburgers. Right. Correct. And so like, right. I feel like that with like the military or the fire Academy or the fire department where like the general 
can't go fight all the battles, right? So the general has to give a a get get the vision together of how we're going to fight the battle. And then he needs to relay that to, you know, a dozen admirals who then relay that to another dozen lieutenants, each one. Right. And so now you're saying that there are like, you know, 166 people in the know here who know how this is going to, what the vision is. And then if everyone is communicating that down the ladder, right. And the same thing with the the fire department, that the chief can't just say, you know, go put the fire out everybody. Like that's not going to work. Right. And the chief can't go put out all the fires by, by themselves. Right. So no, it's a team, well, it's a team concept here. Right? right. So the chief comes up with the vision and then communicates that vision down to the assistant chief who does it to the lieutenants, who does it to the district chiefs, who do it to the, the people carrying the hoses and driving the trucks. And now, now we can be successful. Right. And now we can do right. Cause the chief can't talk to every person with a hose cause there's just too many people with hoses. Right. And before, 100%. before he got from, before he got to the fourth guy with the hose, the building would have burned down, right? Correct. Yep. So there's plans in yep. place. There's systems in place to to accomplish what you're what you're talking about here, right? When right. when everybody knows what their role is, and then they take responsibility to complete their role at the highest level, usually things go rather well. There's always yep. going to be a roadblock, but. When right. the correct systems are in place and you've got the great communication you do from top to bottom and bottom to top, typically things that that's a great starting point for, for, you know, pushing your, yourself to a championship level in, in the leadership game, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's really important. We're, we're going to talk to uh, WNBA multi-championship coach, Brian Agler on Friday. And I'm going to be very interested to hear if he believes, you know, the championship leadership level uh, is needed to, to win. Does it, did it come from him, the coach, or did it actually come from his vision and communication to the players and then the players instill it in other players? And, and cause, cause I believe that's it. I believe the coach takes it to the key players and then the key players takes it to take it to the next group of players and so on down. And I think this is how true championship leadership is, is uh, developed. I think you have to empower others to lead. And, and then more importantly, you have to let it, let them do it their own way. They, they don't have to do it the same exact way that you were going to do it. And, and then lastly, you need to come up with a system on how to hold them accountable. And I think this is the true way to real growth, whether it's an organization, a company, a family, a team. If you want to see championship level results, the real leader needs to be focused on a system of leadership, which includes making sure that your next level leaders need what they uh, have, what they need. Right. And, and, and that they have a system of account of, of accountability and they have a system of how to lead others and how they're going to keep the other, the next group accountable. And it doesn't have to be the same system that you're using. Um, they need to do it in their own way. Right. The real leader probably isn't doing a lot of individual work 
they're just building this leadership system. It's, it's more about building a good system so that all leaders can thrive. I mean, that's a true leader. Most definitely, man. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And I don't know, Kevin, we're at 12 minutes here. I think we're going to have to wrap this thing up, man. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about this all day. I feel like it's unfortunate that we are trying to stick to the, to the 10 minutes here and that's the name of the game here. So Listen, that's going to be it for part two of taking your leadership to a championship level. We want to thank you all for tuning in. Remember, we have another spectacular interview this Friday with an individual who's constantly leading at a championship level, and his name is Brian Aguilar, two-time WNBA World Championship coach. You want to be here on Friday to listen to this, so please come back and tune in. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it as it helps get the podcast out to more listeners. And as always, most importantly, if you are impacting or influencing one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to learn a winning mindset. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for taking the time to create a winning mindset. Remember, we'll release a new episode every Monday. So be sure to start your week off right by listening to 10 to Win. Please subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast. And remember, if you're impacting or influencing one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to create a winning mindset. Yeah, yeah.